Welcome to Beyond a Parent, the podcast for Christians seeking clarity for parenting in a confusing world. I'm Chuck Mead. Hey, I'm Jeremy Autry. And we are continuing our series based on the LifeWay research study of contributing factors of things that were common in what parents did with their kids and what led to them being um, actively engaged in church and serving the Lord and outspoken, um, unashamed Christians as adults. And so we started this with successful, what is successful parenting? And then we kind of transition into, okay, here's from this research, what were some contributing factors? And the first one we talked about was Bible reading, right, Jeremy? Do you remember that? I love Bible reading. Yes, I remember that vividly. Me as well. But we're kind of going to go jump around in a couple different areas. They're not necessarily going to be in a specific order. And the one we're going to talk about today is the importance of missions, mission trips, uh, mission projects. And this is um, really at the front of our minds because both of us have mission trips coming up. We're, we're going on. Jeremy, tell me about yours. I leave with a team of, uh, there's 21 of us going to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, as we're recording this, we actually leave um, less than a week. And this is our family mission trip. Okay. Um, we designed this with this exact concept in mind. We um, we wanted to create an opportunity that uh, elementary age kids all the way up through adults um, would be able to participate in. Mm. So we uh, we don't go far, and um, we look for projects that are appropriate yeah. um, for, for families to do together. Uh, so this trip was open to uh, six-year-olds and up, wow. and we have uh, uh, kids that young. Actually, I think the youngest on this trip is eight, um, but they're there with their parents. It's not me and a a herd of eight-year-olds, you know, traveling the country together. Whew, that'd be rough. That's great. And um, I led our first missions trip um, for students. Last year, we went to Washington, D.C., got to experience a lot of incredible serving opportunities. And then beginning of April, we're bringing a team of 27 of students. So this is mainly high school students with a few middle schoolers and some parents. And we're going to London, England, and we're partnering with one of our missionaries we support out there. And we're going to be be trained in how to uh, do street evangelism, just going up to um, people walking down the high streets in London and sharing the gospel with them. And so we're all excited. Everyone's pretty nervous about that. Um, but we're looking forward to it. Been preparing it for a long time. So, uh, mission trips are a big part of our church. It's under our pastor's vision of being local hands and wait, is it? Yeah. Local hands and global fingerprints, the gospel. But Jeremy, what would you say is like a biblical basis for missions? Um, Obviously the great commission, you know, uh, Jesus is leaving to go back to heaven. He's given a command to, um, the disciples and to the church as a whole, actually. And uh, he says in Matthew 28, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So uh, go, you know, the concept of get off your 
can and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. And this is the calling for for all Christians. This is not reserved. This was not just the mission for um, the 12 apostles. This is not just uh, a select group of people. All Christians everywhere are meant to be on mission, whether they um, go all over the world or they begin and they're doing ministry and missions work right where they're at. And so, this is a calling for every single Christian, every single follower of Christ. And I, I skipped over this. I'm, I meant to mention this at the very beginning, but here was part of the research from when Lifeway did this study a few years back. They said a, a child who participated in mission trips while growing up, so growing up as a kid or as a teenager, has 6.25% stronger spiritual health as a young adult. And um, I think that is such, we've seen, and Jeremy, we can talk more about the mission trips you've led over the years, but how life-changing that those types of mission projects can be. But Jeremy, how would you say to like parents of younger kids, their kids are not old enough yet to be going on mission trips, how would you get them talking to their kids about missions in particular? What could be conversations or things they point to that would help them? I think, uh, well, I think it begins with teaching our kids that what the Bible teaches us is true mm-hmm. and uh, the commands there aren't optional and um, that the whole world needs the gospel and that all of us are to be part of that. I think um, teaching our kids that uh, they're missionaries early. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if, if my kid is a Christian at a young age, uh, when they're in school, when they're on their soccer team, they should already, we should already be encouraging them to think beyond themselves and what their role as a Christian and as a part of the church looks like mm-hmm. in day-to-day life so that then the concept of setting aside, setting aside a week for, or, you know, however long, for um, specifically doing this isn't foreign because we've taught them this should be weaved throughout all of, all of uh, your life, you know, once you become a child of God. And I guess even before they become a child of God that we're telling them, hey, this is what Christianity is. Mm -hmm. You know, part of the, part of the danger, you know, um, what the research shows us when our adult children choose to walk away from the church uh, a lot of the a lot of the research points to the main factor being that they saw that Christianity didn't work in day to day life. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the danger. We haven't shown them and taught them this isn't just something on Sunday. This is something we live all week long. Uh, so part of that would be we're always on mission, and out of that obviously would flow. Sometimes we focus time specifically and and energy and money to being on mission. Yeah, and I think it's very prevalent today. It's popular today um, because so many people believe there's many different ways to God, and it is arrogant, prideful to say that your religion is the only religion, but Jesus himself said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So, if we are following Jesus, we um, we believe the Word of God, then we are going to have this conviction that um, there is only one way to God, and that's through Jesus Christ. So, if the world calls it proselytizing, or the world says you're not supposed to push your religion on anybody else, that's going against what the Bible is very clear about in Christianity and the responsibility for all Christians to share the gospel. Yeah. And uh, 
um, while we're talking about perspective and and um, the clashing of that with this concept, there's a lot of pushback on you know the church youth group mission trip kids saving up their money and putting on matching t-shirts and taking a trip and calling it work for Jesus and really they're just on vacation and, yeah. and what difference are we making in just a week in these 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 um you know third world countries or or whatever mm-hmm. that we're stepping into and uh, that's a, a narrow incomplete view of what happens on a mission trip from someone who hasn't participated in a mission trip um, so uh, there's a lot of benefits that happen on the in the hearts of the people going on the mission trip outside of the work that is accomplished on the trip itself. That's good, and that's a good segue into what are what are some other benefits of actually going on a missions trip. So, part of the study made this statement that um, a child's worldview is almost fully formed by age twelve. That means as they're entering adolescence, their understanding of the world and how it functions functions is nearly complete. So what missions does, mission projects, mission trips, they offer kids a chance to be a part of what God is doing. Um, they give them a chance to show compassion to others, obey the commands of God, experience the body of Christ in a hands-on way. And so it, it, it helps them to see and experience what gifts God has given them as a follower of Christ. And um, it's it's a learning environment. Is that what you've seen, Jeremy, as you've led trips through the years? Yeah, I think um, if we're not careful, we inadvertently teach our kids that they're just supposed to be spectators in this church thing, you know, and mission trips give us the opportunity to show them that there are ways that they can be part of the work right now at a very young age. Yeah. So if we teach them that at a young age, that idea sticks with them mm-hmm. logically through adulthood. If I could serve when I was six, obviously I can I can serve when I'm 26. Um, so, and a lot of times mission trips are the catalyst for that. You know, it's a short-term commitment. It's not, hey, sign up to be on this team and do this mm-hmm. forever. Um, and the trips are designed for the participants on the trip, you know, for there to be projects that yeah. fit them. That's good. They There's so many different... Um, this is going to intersect with another episode we'll do in the future about serving in the church, but there's just something unique about setting time aside to go when it, whether it's a week long trip or a few days and you're going on that trip with, this is not about me or my experience, but it's about going, sharing the gospel with the lost and serving um, this community or this church in some way. Um, Jeremy, can you tell a little bit about what your family Palooza mission trips have been over the years? Um, So our family Palooza mission trip, the original concept was for us to take the children's ministry of Central Baptist Church on the road uh, to go to other churches and to do an event using um, our methods of uh, children's ministry. And so we do um, block party style outreach events at churches. So we'll take a week long trip and um, each night of that week do an event at a different church. Uh, Half our team is teens, half adults. So that's it. We hit the road and we take inflatables and hot dogs and live on air mattresses for a week, sleep in churches take nice. a shower wherever we can. Oh, that sounds weird, but um, we get to minister to families, share the gospel, and lead people to Christ. Mm-hmm. 
and I've been able to be, be on a couple and see how much of a blessing that is to churches who are don't have the resources or finances to do a big outreach event and then to see the fruit and how that has helped churches so much to reach their community and build relationships with the community. So that's one thing we've seen students um, and adults just be involved with in the past and see how I love to see how the students have uh, come back from those trips and they get to share with excitement their opportunity. They got to lead a a child to Christ or they got to just see God work um, through their team. Um, But we see so many different benefits. Um, Jeremy, you mentioned this earlier. There's, there's just value in stepping outside of your bubble and seeing what else there is, whether it's in the United States or in another country. Right. Yeah. And seeing, um, you know, not everybody has the same experience that you do. Mm-hmm. Not, not everybody has the same upbringing that you do. Not everybody has the same opportunities that you do. And um, there are people that don't look like you who are still um, people and still made in God's image and mm-hmm. still fun to be around. And um, there's a lot of barriers that that breaks down, a lot of eye-opening that happens when you step outside of your self and outside of your um hometown and outside of your church family and get out into the world and mm-hmm. see that God's at work everywhere, not just where you are. Yeah. And I think when we go on these trips for the purpose of being the hands and feet of Jesus, we experience God in a more close way. We experience his presence. And one of the research, um, one of the statistics they showed was that when they surveyed youth who went on mission trips, 85% of them felt more loved by God after going on a short-term mission trip. The majority said it changed their life in some way, including learning more about poverty, justice of the world, increasing our compassion, deepening or enriching their faith. So the, the far majority of those who go on short-term mission trips, it impacts their faith in a big way in their relationship with God. Yeah, it, may, it just makes sense, um, the opportunity to put into practice what you've been you know, sitting down and listening to for however long. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes sense that that's going to have a positive benefit on you. And to set a, a week or whatever specific time aside to focus on serving God is obviously going to bring you closer to God. Mm-hmm. There are other benefits that overlap with things on this list, you know, like we said, the opportunity to serve. There's another thing we'll talk about, the influence of other Christians in our lives. Mm -hmm. Those relationships happen more easily when you spend a week in the trenches together. Mm -hmm. Um, The relationships that you build with other Christians, and especially when we have kids and teens working alongside of adults who are not part of their biological family, but their church family, these adults become mentors in their lives, not just on that trip, but the, you know, those relationships go beyond that. Oh yeah. One of the things I remember from our DC trip last year, and we brought a group of about, uh, 15 or so students around 15 to 20. And in that there were students from very different social circles coming together for a week. And what we saw God do in that week as we were serving together, as we were involved in different service projects and mission projects and um, whatever it looked like, we saw those relationships get stronger. And what one of the mission team directors did was on the last day, they said, let's, let's do some affirmation for the team. And I want people to go around and, and affirm what you saw God do in the life of one of your other fellow students and seeing 
um, how how encouraged those students were seeing people um, be observant about here's what I saw God do in your life and the bond between all those students. Um, was so strong because they had a common purpose. This was their goal, and God brought them closer together by serving Him together. That was powerful. I also love, as you're talking about that, uh, one of my sons was on that trip, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember when he came back and he was talking to me about all the different things that he did. It wasn't just opportunities to share the gospel with people. Um, I know there was uh, some homeless ministry where um, he got to spend time with people and literally face-to-face talk to them about the gospel, but there were also opportunities to uh, mow grass and yeah. and do weed eating and more hands-on mm-hmm. serving opportunities because not every person is comfortable um, with a one-on-one gospel conversation with right. someone they've never met before. Yeah. Um, and another benefit of, of mission trips, some of them, you know, depending on how it's designed and, and what will be happening. But another benefit of them often is seeing that there are the way that God created you and gifted you and your personality and your strengths, there's a way for that to be used in real-world ministry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in the, the day-to-day church world, mm-hmm. that's not always as clear for a kid or a teenager, um, that, hey, if you are comfortable doing this, then there's a way that God can use that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if a kid is like, that's their gifting acts of um, the, the the work, the hands-on work of doing things, they can feel left out of church if we're not careful. Yeah. But a ministership is an easy way to say, hey, you can do physical labor for God too, and you can do music for God, and you can do hanging out and playing games with kids, and God can use that in building his Right. His kingdom, you know, right. um, the family palooza trip that we do, we bring inflatables and rolling up and unrolling inflatables yeah. is a way that you can serve God and cooking hot dogs and just hanging out and playing um, nine square in the air yeah. with other teenagers is a way that um, you can serve Jesus too, oh, yeah. you know, and we mission trips are really good at opening eyes to, hey, there's something I can be doing even if I'm not a preacher, even if I don't know how to sing, there's still a way that I can be serving God. And so God can use mission trips in a foundational way in students' lives, kids' lives. Um, it's not a a perfect like shot if your kid is lackluster in their faith or they're just not they're not um, passionate about Christ. Hey, I'll put them on a missions trip and that'll fix them. No, that doesn't always work. Um, Jeremy, I'm sure you've seen not all the best um, results. Not everyone walked away from missions trip perfect. Not everyone comes with the right motivations and God can still use that. Um, it's not an uh, antidote to what seems like uh, apathy in their faith at all. But as a majority, as a whole, like when we look back and you look back on the mission trips over the years, you would see it, you would say and see, Hey, this was foundational and helpful in their spiritual life. Wouldn't you say? 100%. I can't think of, um, I can't think of a situation, which obviously, I mean, I, I haven't done a billion trips, but a lot. And I can't think of a situation where I was like, this was negative. This shouldn't have happened. I wish this person didn't go um, for them or for the trip. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's obviously working with people. There have been issues, but uh, I think that probably opens up a good point. I'd like to make sometimes as parents, we we might be prone to say, "My kid's not perfect. My kid's not the most spiritual kid in the youth group. My kid's not 
whatever, you know, hang, hang whatever there. But that doesn't mean if your kid, um, if, if, if the opportunity is appropriate, that doesn't mean that your child, your teen shouldn't be on a mission trip. Right. Um, and every trip is different and whoever's leading it can give you some insight into that. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of mission opportunities that are appropriate um, for teens and kids. I, I guess a lot's a scary thing for me to say because all I know is what's happening at our church. Yeah. I don't know who's listening to this that isn't at our church, but don't just quickly write off this trip. It's not for my kid because I don't think my kid is whatever you want to put after yeah. that. Um, pray about it and um, seek God's guidance on it because it could be the thing that God wants to use yeah. to grow your kid and to, to bring them you know, along in their spiritual maturity. Um, and maybe not, you know, not every trip is for every kid either, right. you know, so, but I think it's important enough that we as parents should have this on our radar and we should be asking God to show us what opportunity is going to fit with our kid. Yeah. I think, um, this is definitely a goal for me and Cheryl that our kids participate in a mission trip, um, before they graduate. And actually my sons did multiple ones, but, and I want as much of that opportunity for my kids personally mm-hmm. as possible because I, I've seen the benefits of it, you know? Yeah. And I think that is a good segue into our last part of just let's practically think, uh, ways to, to really give your, um, kids the opportunity or your students the opportunity to go on a, to um, participate in missions is to allow them to go on a mission trip, whatever opportunity may come up. Now, Jeremy, we uh, I think you already kind of mentioned that one of the reasons people are hesitant, they're like, oh, I don't know if my kid is ready, when mission trips stretch people, and that's good. So no one feels, I have people now getting ready, we're getting ready to go to London. They're like, I don't think I can do this. This is, this is a lot. Like I feel very uncomfortable going and sharing the gospel. And I'm like, that's the reason why you should go on it. And like, this is going to help you, um, strengthen some of those, uh, skills and abilities to share the gospel. What would be some other reasons parents might be hesitant about sending their kid on mission Um, trips? So first of all, typically mission trips are expensive. Uh, obviously, that can vary depending on the trip. And um, that being said, there are mission trips available that are not expensive. Yeah. You know, there are local short-term uh, mission opportunities. And um, maybe we need to say not just trips, but mm-hmm. mission opportunities. You know, short-term things that can happen in your area, opportunities for you and, uh, to work with your kid or for your kid to do, do it without you that are not as expensive, yep. but typically they're expensive. Um, but so is everything else. So right. is vacation. So is food. So is everything. But if you believe that this is valuable, even further, if you believe that it's a command, then it's worth the cost. So they're expensive, but they're not prohibitively expensive right. if you put it in the right framework mentally. Well, and it's where every time we spend money on something, whether whatever amount, there's sacrifices you make. This is worth spending my money on. Right. So that's the thing. You are you are making judgment calls every day. What am I going to spend money on with my kids? Okay. Like, obviously, I need to feed them. I need to clothe them. I need to get them their basic necessities. But every time they may have, oh, there is this school opportunity. There's this extracurricular activity. You make a sacrifice. We will spend the money on this because we believe. 
they want to do it or it's beneficial. Um, you make, uh, we make sacrifices to do any type of uh, vacation or leisure activity. So it really comes down to, are we willing to make sacrifices? And I think that's something God teaches us in the preparation for a trip of, hey, uh, serving his kingdom, being involved in this kingdom work is is worth the money. It's worth the sacrifice. But at the same time, and this is something we've had really had to learn because I think the London trip we're doing might be one of the most expensive mission trips like we've done in our church be just because of where we're going and everything. And um, there was a lot of money that each person had to raise, but it took a lot of faith. There are so many students who signed up and adults who signed up and said, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for this, but I'm just going to trust God, take any work opportunities I can. And we've seen God provide through the church, through different work opportunities, provide in miraculous ways the finances for some of these students and adults to go on this mission trip. It's important to remember that money doesn't scare God. Yeah. And that if he commands you to do something, if he's directing you to do something, if he's in it, then he can take care of those mm-hmm. other things too. That doesn't mean it's not a real sacrifice for you and that it it might not mean that you have to say no to other things so that you can financially say yes to this thing. But we can trust God to provide for the things that he calls us to do. Right. Yeah. So it takes faith. It takes sacrifice. Um, maybe another reason parents are hesitant is safety. And I get that, especially if you're going into um, some areas like, you know, we took our, our students in Washington, D.C., and, and we didn't take them in any unsafe place, but we put them in, you know, we're walking. Anytime you go into a big city and we're from Dunn, North Carolina, where, you know, we I don't even have a stoplight at all to get to work. You know, I mean, it's just... I can, well, I live like three minutes away, but there's just not as much worries here as in a big city. So there's going to be moments yeah, that yeah. it could be a little scary in some ways. Um, and uh, the one international mission trip I've been on was to Haiti, um, which that was Haiti's. There's a lot less safety in Haiti now than there was yeah. then, but it was still not the most safe place in the world. But, you know, as uh, as parents... We have this false sense of security and control in our kids' lives anyway. Um, Your kid's never completely safe. Mm -hmm. Um, Kids get injured in their home. Kids die in their home. Kids die at school. Kids get hurt on the highway. They're not, our kids are not safe. Life is not safe. Um, And, but we, we overthink those things. And, and what it boils down to is remembering that that there's no complete safety and that God's in control. And if we can trust God with everything else, if we can trust God with eternity, our finances, we can trust God with our kids. That being said, um, I do think you pray over these trips, you know, and you, mm-hmm. and you listen to God and right. you try to be spirit filled. And if God's giving you peace and direction that this is the trip I'm sending my kid on, then you trust God with right. that, right. you know, and, and that's going to help as you get closer and then once the trip is really happening um and also go with them yeah. you know a lot of mission opportunities are not just for for students um, oh yeah uh, having led mission trips we need other adults on those trips too so go be with them right you know 
And I love that, like, at least at our church, we have opportunities for parents to do that. I'm really excited. We've got a family with three kids, and God just has provided for them who's going on this London trip, and they're exact because they've always thought, man, I'd love to go on a big trip with our whole family, international, if it ever worked out. They said that a long time ago, but now here they are. They're able to do it. But they're doing it on mission for God, and they're able to not only see things, yes, that'll be exciting, but to be able to experience God um, as they're actively involved in His kingdom work together. I can't think of anything better for a family to do together. Yeah, I agree. I love it. Uh, I love serving with my family. I love seeing what God does in me and my wife and my kids, Um, and I love being part of seeing that happening with other with other families. So if you haven't been on a mission trip, if you're listening to this, stop it. Quit wasting your time. Uh, Start praying and figure out what God has for you and go and um, make a way, find a way for your kids to get outside of themselves and outside of their world and sacrifice some time and do kingdom work, you know, and then see what God's going to do, what kind of work God's going to do in them as they serve him. Amen. Hey, uh, thanks for listening to Beyond a Parent. Remember, parenting is beyond us, but in Christ we have all that we need for this journey. Peace out. Thanks, guys.